Discover listeners. Welcome back to the I Want to Travel podcast. Today is episode number 18. It is the most wonderful time of the year. Well, maybe not so much when you have flight problems or don't look forward to long flights to endure family dinners, but it is safe to assume that there is something about this time of the year that makes even the most Grinch traveler happy. In today's episode, I'd like to speak about holiday travel. Let's talk about some tips and tricks, some perks about flying during this time of year, and let's talk about flying with low-cost carriers. Let's talk specifically Spirit Airlines. Yes, I know. I recently just had my first flight with Spirit and would like to share that experience. And many of you have probably flown Spirit. I mean, we just had a Thanksgiving break. Hopefully everyone had a great time with their family. Hope uh, their bellies are full of turkey. And so um, I'd, li- I'd like to talk a little bit about that experience for me with Flying Spirit. Um, but uh, let's talk first about how you go about planning that trip and choosing an airline. How do you pick a flight? Is it cost, timing, or the airline? I think that for most travelers, including myself, it's a combination of those three. I have to mention a personal experience in um, during this uh, purchasing of the Spirit flight. I was actually, you can say, cornered into buying that flight on Spirit Airlines. Um, I was always against flying Spirit or any low-cost carrier for that matter because of all the bad reviews and nightmares I heard about it. But this time, I didn't have a choice. I was flying to Florida to see friends and only had a small window to fly. And lo and behold, <laughs> only Spirit was flying during those times. By now, you've probably heard of the news of JetBlue buying Spirit Airlines. Um, after long, after months long of a bidding war, JetBlue Airways has agreed to buy Spirit Airlines for $3.8 billion. The deal, which was announced in July and approved by Spirit shareholders last month in October, uh, would then create the fifth largest airline behind American Airlines, Delta, United, and Southwest um, with this merger. Well, this can be good news or bad news. I'd, I'd like to hear what you think. As you know, you can um, message me, email me on I want to travel at discoverlist.com. Um, let me know what you think. But like I said, it could be good news or bad news. Good. It might improve the flight experience on Spirit or bad. Maybe nothing changes. Instead, the flying experience with JetBlue gets worse. Because you know what? I actually like JetBlue. Back to my experience flying with Spirit. I was actually on a Spirit flight when the news had just broken about JetBlue buying Spirit. And the flight attendants had a lot to say about this. They were mostly happy about the news. They said they had heard that uh, JetBlue just wanted more planes and that by purchasing Spirit, it would allow them to, it would allow JetBlue to add to its aircraft inventory. I get it. So that means that it would allow the company to grow faster. They also mentioned that they had some bad experiences with Spirit as employees. And overall, with the travelers that are on Spirit, that fly on Spirit, because, you know, uh, Spirit has a bad rap uh, that airline um, that airline gets. So travelers might not be the best with the flight attendants, um, but they're thinking that this merger might actually improve or this purchase of Spirit might actually improve uh, the employee's experience with those travelers. I guess we'll have to wait and see about that. And so now, as going back to my experience, um, I have to know I've only flown with Spirit once, so it might, you know, not be a large sample and to make any conclusion. But I do, I do think that it's important that I share my experience. First and foremost, it started boarding late. 
my flight was supposed to take off at 3.05 or 3.10 p.m. And it actually started uh, boarding late. It started boarding at 3.48. And I was let uh, on the plane. Um, uh, it was one of the first 20 to board. So we were boarding at 3.48, just started boarding at 3.48. And only a few of us started boarding. So we actually didn't leave until like maybe 4.10. It almost flew like an hour late. Um, maybe not so much of an hour, maybe like 50 minutes, but still very late. Um, another thing is that, and most of you know this, that you pay for a carry-on. And so um, while in other airlines, the carry-on is free for this, this situation, you actually have to pay for the carry-on um, and you have to pay for a lot of things, um, obviously with the, with the baggage limit. Uh, I mean, with the with the baggage check-in, the baggage limit for the baggage check-in is 40 pounds, where in other re other airlines, it's about 50 with a spirit. Not only do you have to pay for it, but it's also limited to 40 pounds, 40 and a half the most. And that gets really, really tricky because I don't know about you, but for me, it's, uh, it already is tricky to uh, pack a uh, luggage with a 50 pounds, especially for a week long trip. So 40 is not that much. So just keep a note of that. Um, but when you do pay for a carry on, you do get to board first. It's strange how they do this. So I, it allows people to pack up their luggage on um, the overhead compartments. Um, so they go, they get to board first. As far as what you can bring in for free, you can bring a backpack um, or a personal item on board for free. So the trick is to find a way to fit your stuff in that backpack, plus your purse, if you have one, because that would also count as a personal item and you're only able to bring one on board for free. <clears throat> so this one was a little tough also because I usually check in a luggage, bring a backpack with me because I have my laptop in there and of course my purse. And so being able to, I had to board a flight. I mean, I had to uh, check in my luggage. I did that, not a problem um, and paid. But as far as my backpack and my uh, purse, um, it was a little tough. I had to fit my purse in my backpack. So just uh, something good to note. So just make sure that um, if you have a purse, if you're bringing in a purse <clears throat> on um, the flight, you have to make sure that it fits in your backpack. Um, another thing with some very some really interesting things that they do charge for printing a boarding pass. Uh, so in this situation, an electronic boarding pass is the best bet. <clears throat> you have to download the app. So that is another thing you'd have to do. Uh, so it's interesting. Charging for print printing of a boarding pass. Hmm. That one I had never heard before. Um, and so I guess if they're trying to uh, charge the least for an actual flight, they got to make it up other ways, right? Another thing is that the seats don't have cushion and they don't recline. So <clears throat> it could get a little uncomfortable if you have a long flight. I actually did, was flying from um, LA to Florida. Uh, so that was a little uncomfortable. So I would advise against having uh, long flights on Spirit. So if you have to fly, uh, for more than, let's say, more than three hours or even more than two hours, 
uh, perhaps spirit is not a good idea. It is really, really tough to sit on a chair that doesn't have um, any cushion or doesn't recline for more than three, four hours. That was very, very tough. Um, and so also Wi-Fi. I paid $15 uh, for streaming versus like a, the $10 option for browsing. And <clears throat> it kept saying that my code was invalid, uh, which was strange because I was doing everything correctly just as uh, the site advised. And then also the woman behind me was able uh, to get in after trying several times, but was only there for 10 minutes and it kicked her out. She wasn't able to get back on there for the duration of the flight. So that was a little strange for me. We both asked uh, some flight attendants for help and they said that it usually doesn't work. So I thought that was a little sketchy. <laughs> Why are they selling uh, or offering uh, Wi-Fi charging wi-fi and not providing that service i don't know again it was i've only flown with them once and that was uh, my experience so it might not happen when you fly but just wanted to share my experience and how there were so many little things here and there that i thought were very interesting and very inconvenient i think as um a traveler uh especially if you're flying if you have long if you have long flights you want to be as comfortable as possible you want to have the process be as easy as possible and you don't want to uh, be delayed. <laughs> so uh, all of these things are very important to note in um, choosing your airline as you're planning uh, your travel. And so now um, I'd like to share some holiday travel tips uh, for a less stressful season. Um, I do uh, share a lot of these um, tips and tricks on our Discover List Instagram. So make sure that you're following us on Instagram. Our handle is Discover List. Uh, nothing else, just Discover List, D I S C O V E R L I S T. So <clears throat> we'd like to post things that we find that help our travelers. So, what I like to share is uh, some travel tips like I mentioned, for a less stressful season. Um, and this is written, uh, an article that was written by Travel and Leisure. So uh, credit to them. Uh, this uh, are some tips that they suggest. Uh, first and foremost, uh, make sure you book flights early before ticket prices start to go up. Um, also set price alerts on sites like Skyscanner, uh, then click buy when the price is right for you. I've never really tried Skyscanner. That's uh, an interesting one, but um, but it sounds like it's a very helpful tool. I used to be able, well, it doesn't really work anymore, but um, a few years ago, if you the prices of flights would decrease uh, on a Tuesday night or a Wednesday night, it was like clockwork. Uh, interestingly enough, I checked the flights on a weekend then by Tuesday night, they would drop. And that's when I would purchase them. Not, not so much anymore. Uh, I think it's, I mean, sometimes it's it's good to check just in case, but it doesn't work. Is The trick is <laughs> not valid anymore. I mean, it doesn't hurt, hurt to check. But anyway, I, I just thought I'd share that, that very um, interesting point. Uh, next, don't forget to book your rental car ahead of time as car rental prices will go up and cars are a finite source. So that's a good one. 
Uh, be flexible on dates and airports. Flexibility on airports can help you make major savings as smaller airports tend to have lower prices due to smaller demand. Being flexible on um, dates can also help you avoid crowded airports. Um, and, and again, also help you avoid getting cornered into a flight with spirit. <laughs> uh, consider less visited destinations. And that's, I think, mostly if you're planning on a on a pleasure vacation versus family gathering. Uh, so instead of going to popular destinations, try going out of town for fewer crowds and more affordable options. While these destinations may not be well known, they can be just as alluring as the next trending hotspot. Um, and obviously ignore this tip if you're visiting family and friends as you can change, you can't really change where they live. But this was actually very um, interesting one because I used to live in New York City. I lived there for about five years. Um, and during Thanksgiving time, I would not fly to, to LA, which is where I'm from and my family is at, um, to be with family. That's because the flights were extremely expensive. On average, a flight to LA would cost maybe $400 to $500. During Thanksgiving, they'd be $1,000, $1,200. It was very, very expensive. So during Thanksgiving, I would not fly home. Instead, I fly during uh, Christmas. Um, but instead... One of those Thanksgiving, I flew to Dublin. Um, I believe it was 2017, 2018. Can't remember the, the cost of the flight, but it was way cheaper than the $1,000 I was paying um, to fly to LA or not paying because I didn't pay it, but that I uh, found flying to LA. I want to say maybe it was maybe closer around uh, 600 to fly to Dublin from New York, maybe even less than that. It was very, very um, affordable. And so during that time, instead, I, I would look at what I can, uh, where I can go uh, internationally, because flying international, uh, internationally was a lot more affordable than flying domestically in the U.S. <clears throat> Next tip, book with points. Use those points that you've been saving up all year on your credit card. A study from Lending Tree shows that 70% of U.S. credit card holders have unused rewards in their cashback rewards or miles. So there's a good chance you have these rewards waiting to be used. It also helps alleviate the financial stress of holiday too. I love points. Um, I have really taken advantage of that throughout the year. So make sure that you keep an eye on those and that you're using um, the right um, credit cards to, um, to stack up on those points. Uh, another tip, try to book direct flights, considering this winter season to be filled with snowstorms and delays. Book a direct flight to avoid missing a connection along the way. If your destination is within close proximity, consider foregoing the flight and take a train or bus instead. That's a really good one. I, uh, for the most part, back to traveling uh, or flying uh, the most convenient way. I tend to just get direct flights if I, if I can avoid it uh, because of the delays. That can be very inconvenient, especially during the holiday season. You do not want to get stuck in a different city or different uh, state during holidays. Uh, splurge on lounge access. Airports are already stressful enough as it is, and even when you get there early, you still have to wait around before boarding your flight. Use this opportunity to treat yourself to lounge access, which can be included on first in first-class flights. If you're in economy, you can upgrade to purchase lounge access to check or check your credit card to see if lounge access comes as an included perk. Another option would be to purchase tri uh, Priority Pass, a yearly service that can help you get access to some of the best airport, airport lounges. Um, next one, only pack carry-on luggage. If possible, 
This can help reduce your chances of losing any items that you pack for the trip, especially if it includes gifts you purchase for the family. You'll also be able to leave the airport much more quickly as you won't have to wait forever for your baggage to be processed. Next, be cautious with your gift wrapping. It is best to leave your gifts unwrapped and the TSA will be forced to unwrap it at security. You can ship your gifts ahead of time to avoid this type of hassle at the airport. This is a very, very important note. Um, in, the, in the past, when I was living out of state, I would um, uh, deliver my gifts or I would just ship um, the gifts to be delivered to my parents' house. That way I can just pack, um, wrap my presents once I have arrived instead of traveling with them. It is already, like I said, <laughs> tough to pack that uh, suitcase to be less than 50 pounds and even more carry on. I don't think how that's even possible. So that's a good note. <clears throat> and next, if you're driving, uh, make sure to get a tune-up. Driving in the winter will be just as tough as flying as the weather conditions will vary and there will be millions of others making the drive as well. Make sure that your vehicle gets tuned up before you hit the road so you can avoid having it break down with, um, at importune times. Make use of all the apps. This includes your, air, or your airlines app and maps that allows to help you keep track. Use the apps to add your flight info to your phone's wallet and keep your directions at hand to prepare for the trip. You can also use your favorite streaming services to keep you entertained for the long flight, or um, you can use Discover List <laughs> to help you find some, um, some great things to do at your end uh, destination. Even if you're going with family, you never know, even in your local uh, hometowns, there are things that other travelers have discovered that you might not. So Discover List app always when traveling. Then uh, just a couple more. Check the opening hours at your destination's attractions before you head off to your desired destinations. Make sure to take note of their holiday hours as many businesses will have condensed hours or closed days so their staff can spend time with their families just as you will this holiday season. That's a, that's a really good one too. Um, two more. Make reservations at all restaurants to plan, you plan to visit. Make reservations at your favorite restaurants so you can guarantee yourself a place to eat for the holidays. And last but not least, be ready to tackle stress and spread joy instead. You can download meditation apps to help you relax during your trip so that you can focus on staying positive for yourself and for your family during the holiday season. I think that's a great one. I think that again, um, this holiday travel can be stressful and we don't want to deal with inconvenience and um, tough flights to deal with uh, or endure family dinners. But I think that if we make if we do the, if we do the best we can to make that flight as easy as possible, it'll make those uh, dinners with family a lot more <laughs> enjoyable, right? So I hope you enjoyed uh, these. I hope you enjoyed and you um, have these tips handy for this travel season. Um, and I hope you have a great time with your family this holiday. Um, as a reminder to all our listeners, Discoverless is always looking to engage with you as a traveler. If you would like to be a guest on our show, or if you'd like to share anything, please contact me on I want to travel at discoverless.com. That's I want to travel, one word, at discoverless.com, or chat with us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and of course on the Discoverless app. Thank you and happy holidays. Thank you.